0: back to a very special episode of Sartorial Splendor. Ramadan Kareem, everybody. I have a special guest because of the holiday, or I should say holy month. <laughs> Sarah is with me. I'm on Ramadan brain really hard right now. Hello, hello. Technically, every single one of the days is holy, so you're correct. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. Anyways. <laughs> I'm on Ramadan brain, so I'm going to make this as painless (laughs) as possible. But Sahara is with me. She normally co-hosts. That's Haram with me. And we actually have an episode coming out Thursday this week after this one releases. So you should go check that one out too. Quick plug. But it's Ramadan and we're on a show called Sartorial Splendor. And I had a lot of conflicting feelings about talking about luxury items during the month of Ramadan. <laughs> that sounded very haram to me. And I was mentioning it's Sahar and she's like, well, why don't we just do, you know, talking about how you can make yourself nice during Ramadan. So I'm like, okay, it's the super special Ramadan episode. Um. So here we are. Yes. So really quick, uh, I got to surprise Sahar with this. We do a scent check every episode if you're wearing a fragrance. And I'm going to go ahead and let's the hair start. Oh, I was hoping you would start because then I could just follow your lead, but that's okay. I am wearing something
1: called Trish McAvoy Six Mandarin Ginger Lily, which is a floral vein fragrance for women. I don't know where I got it. I don't know. Like my mom just gave it to me one day and it's one of the only things that has the name on it still. It smells good. So here I am wearing it.
0: And I'm assuming it's like floral citrusy. Yeah. Going by the name. Pepper. Yeah,
1: it has Manner and Orange, Bergamo, and Pink Pepper, whatever the heck Pink Pepper is. Tony Peppers.
0: Sahara is not necessarily a fragrance (laughs) person. I can tell you those
1: are the top notes and what the middle notes are, but, like everyone's gonna know I'm just reading it off the internet. So do they care? I can if you'd like me to. Uh, no, it's
0: okay. <laughs> um we're 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 gonna be talking about more than the fragrance on this episode, but we do just do a scent check. Um, I've sent Sahar fragrances before, like samples mm-hmm. so like, these are good. They'll last me till I'm fifty, and I'm just like, yeah, how? <laughs>
1: how? Well, during the pandemic, I haven't gone anywhere, so I don't really need them. but like sometimes I just like to smell nice in my home. so. See, and if you're a frag head, you just, you don't need
0: an excuse to be spraying stuff on. You just wake up right. and you spray it on and then you just keep spraying it on throughout the day. <laughs> and that's just how it goes. Um, I'm actually wearing an atar, uh because I try not to do perfumes or fragrances with alcohol in them during Ramadan. So I'm wearing an attar today from Swiss Arabian in their... Secret Musk 12 millimeter. It's from their private collection. It's about $40. It's just slightly higher end. They have way more affordable atars as well. Um, I did want to talk really quickly though, if you are like me and um you set aside every year for Ramadan, you just don't wear fragrance with alcohol in them. Um, fragrance oils are just super affordable and super easy to find. And you can find clones of some of your favorite fragrances that smell within like the 70 to 80% ballpark of your stuff that you like. That's name brand like Chanel, number no. five, Penhaligans. So it's super easy to find. They're really cheap. Um, they're a really good substitute, uh, quick and easy, or you have the more um, not exactly a clone, but they're the attars which are heavily spice based, heavily um, normally a lot of ouds, they're very rich and dense. Um, they're very popular with the Middle Eastern region of the world. I normally don't go for them outside of Ramadan uh, just because they' of them, me.
1: Some <laughs> Who of them, only can give, uses
0: them yeah, some of them give me a headache and I know shocker like I don't necessarily care for ouds. Most of the time outside of like very specific (laughs) periods. So it is what it is, but you do have a lot of alternatives to, you know, if you, if you do want to like not wear a fragrance that has alcohol in it during Ramadan, or you don't want to wear one to masjid, you do have plenty of alternatives. Um, there's even some non-alcoholic spray fragrances if you want those. So during Ramadan, I'm normally uh, a little bit spicier and I probably smell like wood most of the time because I'm wearing an athar that has oud in it and it has a lot of spices and I'm maybe a little bit overly pungent, but you know, that's what we're doing.
1: Well, that's- and I don't know if you've talked about this before, so I'm just going to do it. And if you guys have heard this, we'll just ignore me for like a hot minute. But um, in the Muslim world, like author is synonymous with perfume. Mm-hmm. So um at my parents house we have a box full of them because every time we go to a religious you know thing or we go to pray my dad always puts them on and we would put them on because like especially for sufis authors are a big deal because the saints would wear specific ones that attempts to like get closer to god or depending on like what the zikr is and you can listen to any one of our that's from episodes to learn more about that so for me like growing up author was just like like i have a rose out there i have a whole bunch of other ones and i'm just used to always wearing them um During the month and then also for Eid, which we'll get into in a little bit as well. So when I first talked to Corey about their, I was like, oh, these are so cool. And then she was like, well, I don't like wood." And I was like, never mind. (laughs)
0: Because that is like the base. (laughs) There are well done oods. The problem is, is right now in Frag Comet is just so oversaturated. And I've talked about this with other, I've talked about this with like my non-Muslim guests about like, The fragrance world is like, oud is a hype note right now. So Mm -hmm. everything and its dog has oud in it, whether it (laughs) needs to have oud in it or not. That's super fair. Um, So I'm a little over oud at the moment. Uh, That said, it is a very popular ingredient in a lot of others and a lot of just Middle Eastern fragrances in general. And Mm -hmm. to reiterate, it is okay for Muslims to wear, especially Muslim women, to wear fragrance. I'm just gonna leave it yeah, there
1: I, I don't know i don't have anything else to add to that because in my life that's always been the case so i didn't know this was a thing yeah it is it. a and thing there's like... a
0: lot of uh non-muslim men that love to wade in and in Fragcom try to tell muslim women and misquote the quran to them that they're wearing it wrong and it's sadly a thing but you know what we just told them they're wrong and move on um there was actually a one episode um we did previously where I had some other muslims on talking about fragrance where um, one of them related a parable or a story. I shouldn't say parable, a story about how um, the prophet peace be upon him. There was a young woman who was getting married and didn't have enough money for a fragrance. So he actually took some of the droplets from his brow because he loved musk so much. It was mm-hmm. just embedded in his sweat and he gave it to her to wear for her wedding so it is okay if you're a muslim woman to wear fragrance end of story we're moving on <laughs> that said we did want to talk about some sartorial elements that actually are fairly common for muslims in general during ramadan um that way i'm not talking about louis vuitton which would be haram like i said so what does a person who is a muslim generally wear during ramadan while we wear clothes <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sorry i wasn't ready sorry go ahead <laughs> uh we wear
0: clothes uh, men generally wear clothing covering you know the area between their waist and their knees uh women's clothing you know would be your body from the ankles up to the neck again um like we've said so many times on that's haram it really depends on what school of Islam you're from and your cultural interpretations and your various understandings of what is required versus what is suggested. So there is no one hard and fast rule. If you came to me and asked me besides what I just gave you, I'm going to have to say, well, it depends on a number of things. And even then it probably depends on even more things. So Hard and loose. I shouldn't say hard and loose. Fast and loose interpretation. (laughs) Generally, if you're a man, you're going to be waist and knees at least. And most people are probably going to have a shirt on. And women's clothing is, you know, from ankles to your neck. But again, it depends on a number of things. So Yeah. I mean, frankly, really the only place, like it's religious places that are going to matter. Like that's Mm -hmm. where
1: everyone covers everything up because like you're praying. Like, so when men pray, like they usually wear either short or long sleeves and they're going to wear things that cover their ankles because you're praying. So you're supposed to be like doing the thing in a, you know, halal manner. Um, But like, I mean, frankly, like there are clearly plenty of women who don't wear hijab and like I wear hijab and Corey doesn't. So it just depends on the person the only like major requirement, if you will, um, during the month of Ramadan is actually right at the end. So mm-hmm. Eid, which is our Eid al-Fitr, the end of Ramadan, which um, means like a holiday of breaking the fast. You're supposed to, if you're able to, again, this only applies to folks who can wear your new clothing and wear something really nice because that's what the prophet did, peace be upon him and what everyone did around him. And so that too, like you know, this shouldn't come as a shock, but like that is also dependent on the culture. So like I'm Bangladeshi, I'm clearly going to wear salwar kameez. Someone who is from a different part of the world is going to wear what's culturally appropriate for them and You shouldn't be ostentatious because again, during Ramadan, we're fasting from food and water and we're trying to become better versions of ourselves and really connect to God, but you can wear new items and wear new jewelry and women will wear makeup and whatnot. Uh, Some men will too, but you know, it's really just about being in tune with yourself and and God and your religion. And so on the day of Eid, everyone likes to wear something new so they can all come together and celebrate. And this Eid, especially depending on where you are, if you're lucky to have been vaccinated, a lot of people are planning to have like the first quote, normal unquote Eid since last year. And so there's probably going to be a lot more, I don't want to say ostentatiousness, but there's going to be a lot more excitement around it because folks are going to get to see each other for the first time and, and actually be with each other and celebrate and, you know, give each other new clothes that they didn't get to last year and whatnot.
0: Would you say it's sort of maybe comparable to, um, you know, in Christianity, you have Easter, so you, most people, if they don't dress up for the Christmas service, they dress up for Easter Sunday. Do you think that would maybe be a um, semi-accurate comparison to outfit-wise?
1: Yeah, yeah, because the reason why we do it is because it's Sunnah, and so Sunnah is something that the prophet did or said and so we try to follow the prophet peace be upon it so this is prophet muhammad for anyone who's like which prophet there's a lot of them and so it's it's about doing it in a way like you're not supposed to spend a gazillion dollars on your clothing Mm -hmm. obviously but you know you just want to wear something nice and smell nice so that goes back to the fragrance side of this so usually again for eid my dad will pull out a new bottle of other or a new bottle of fragrance for everyone And so people will give each other gifts of clothing and other, for little kids, a little bit of money. And so it's trying to make sure that, like, when you go to the mosque as a whole, like, you fasted the whole month. And now we're going to all go together and do it together, essentially.
0: It's, the thing about Ramadan is it's very spiritual. It's a spiritual reconnection of... Mm -hmm like kind of, I use it as a reset as well for a lot of other things that I've let slip over the last year like this is my month to really drive that back home. And part of that is also like you're fasting because Allah wants us to be mindful of those who don't have enough to eat. Mm-hmm. so we don't forget that not not everybody is as fortunate as we are. So you know a lot of this it's very spiritual. it's very, it's a joyous time, but it's also very contemplative. At least it is for me. And yeah, you don't, it's not an excuse to, I'm going to save this up and go buy a super blinged out outfit or a super logo heavy outfit, or it's my one excuse to just go buy something super luxurious. And that that's not the spirit of Edel Fitter. It's, it's celebratory and it's coming together and it's about community and it's about interconnectedness and it's not you you're dressing up almost out of respect to everybody else and out of respect to allah but it's not this is my one chance to go show off my outfit every year so to speak or how much money i have every year so to speak
1: Exactly. And the folks that do like that's between them and God, but like people judge each other for that because you're not Mm -hmm. supposed to. So usually like what will happen is like everyone will go to the prayer and there's like sweets handed out and then like everyone's outside and like people are like, oh, where'd you get your outfit? Like here's the place I got it. And then if someone's like, I got it at this really fancy place, usually like doctors look at each other like how dare they? You know, it's, it's one of those things where people can tell. Another thing too is it's what's new to you, right? So if you're wearing something that wasn't New to the person who gave it to you, it's still your new best clothes, and also mm-hmm. you shouldn't be because you know if you think about this for people who've grown up Muslim, two eids a year is two new outfits a year, multiplied by however many years you've been alive. It's a lot of clothes, but I've always passed on my eid outfits to my cousins because I'm not just going to throw them away, and I try to donate a lot of my religious or cultural clothing to people who um, can't afford it, and then also pending everything going on, if my parents go back home, like they're going to take a whole luggage full of all of the old stories. My mom has accumulated over 28 years. So it's not just like, let me bring in more clothes and now I have a closet full of new clothes. It's I've got a new outfit. So an older outfit needs to go out, um, mm-hmm. Mary Kondo style without putting it all on your bed, if you will. So it's really just being about mindful and thoughtful and putting your best foot forward because you spent the whole month trying to become your best person. And so now you're putting your best self forward at exactly. the end. Exactly.
0: Um, I do want to clarify. Um, Sahar mentioned two Eids. Uh, we're talking about Eid al-Fitr. The other Eid uh, later in the year is for the month of pilgrimage or Hajj, and that's um, it's not a month of fasting, but it's centered around um, the pilgrimage to Mecca to go on Hajj. So that that is the other Eid that she meant that she referenced. Idaladha. Yes, that one. Um, <laughs> so when she says two eids, it's not like like there's two Eids associated with Ramadan. It's just Eid al Fitr and then also Hajj um, for all the pilgrims who go on quote unquote pilgrimage to Hajj. So that's what that is, just for some quick, not so quick clarification.
1: It is two months and ten days after Eid al Fitr if you wanted to have like an actual time frame.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I got don't know what fell over in the background, but it was perfect timing. Um, so yeah, this episode is, it's a shorter one because also I have Ramadan brain right now and Sahar has Ramadan brain, but I did want to still do an episode this month. But, you know, for me, I've, I've never hid from our listeners that I am a Muslim woman and it Surprise, just, in case you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> know how they wouldn't know, but- um, <laughs> it didn't really feel right to me to be talking about, you know, like bespoke leather shoes during Ramadan or bespoke leather suits during Ramadan outside of this very specific context of like, yes, you get a new outfit at the end of it, but I want to give you the context for why you would get that new outfit. And again, there's so many other things that go into that new outfit (laughs) because it's 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 Islam. Right. There's
1: always so many things. I think too, like What's really interesting about stuff like fragrance and clothing and watches and, you know, whatever else that gets discussed on this podcast, it's not that like you can't do the thing. It's just being thoughtful about it because Islam mm-hmm. is so much more than just I pray, I fast, I give, charity. It's It's all of those things but it's also an every single part of your life kind of deal. Um, and I mentioned this on episodes of That's time before, but like when I walk out of my house, I'm thinking about like what I'm doing at the end of the day for iftar. And, you know, I'm really being thoughtful about like, if I'm reading the Quran, I'm not just reading it to read it. I'm reading it to really take in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, fragrance and and the clothing that we wear and being thoughtful about like doing when I'm praying, right? Like when you're praying, you're not supposed to wear dirty clothes because you need to be clean. And, and actually I didn't mention this earlier, but like part of the day of eve is when you wake up you shower and then you put on the new clothes so your clothes are clean and everything is is i don't want to be like impure versus pure it's just it's about being thoughtful about what you're doing with your body when you go to prayers and when you're hanging out with your friends and family and loved ones if you're able to do that again i know this month or this year with covid things are chaos Mm -hmm. but um it's it's just really about like the communal feeling of like we're all really nicely dressed up or as dressed up as we can be based on our our means right and we're coming together because we spent this whole month hopefully doing it in the spirit that Allah intended and we're fasting from things that are negative for us or maybe you know like some people might use this month to just stop drinking caffeine right like it's similar to Lent that like you pick something that might be a challenge for you outside of Ramadan and try to focus on that And so by coming together and wearing the nice clothes and the nice fragrances, it's not this is going to be a show off time. It's just we're coming together to do this together.
0: Right. And some of you might have noticed I have not sworn this entire episode. So (laughs) guess what I'm focusing on this year? (laughs) Me, too. Me, too.
1: If you listen to our episode that's coming out on Thursday, you'll hear me uh, call people names in like the funniest manner ever. Because, again, we're not cursing. So you should listen to that if you're interested and want to learn about angels.
0: Exactly. I, um, but again, like previous episodes we've talked about that I've talked about with other guests is it's not about just mindless consumption. It's about thoughtful consumption. You know, you don't want to just go out and get a bunch of labels just because it's the most expensive thing out there and you want to show it off to other people. It should be, mm-hmm. you know, what you're doing that works for you and your budget and helps you feel the best you, you can be. Not definitely I'm doing this for outward uh, recognition. And uh, you know, it's the same for, for here. It's like I just I personally don't feel comfortable talking about big name brands during Ramadan. That's just a personal thing for me. Um yeah. to me, I think it's too easy to go down that rabbit hole <laughs> and maybe lose a little bit of sight of you know what Ramadan is about. So that's why Sahara was like, Oh, well. Here's a better alternative so you can still keep in with the theme of the show and not just have to take a month off. Mm -hmm. So um, it is a shorter episode. Uh, We will be back to our longer hour-ish length episodes uh, after Ramadan is done. But as I said at the beginning of this episode, I do have Ramadan brain. Sahar has Ramadan brain. Some of the people listening to this have Ramadan brain, so we're keeping it short. And it's just kind of a nice little, hey, here's what we do during Ramadan Here's a few things to consider and we will let you get back on your merry way. Thanks uh, for listening. Really quick, do not forget, we have other shows on the Fundamentals Network, obviously Sartorial Splendor and That's Haram. <laughs> but we also have Ladies First, uh, Beneath the Screen of the Ultra Critics, All Bark, No Dice. We also have a weekly live Play TTRPG podcast called Faith Forge Academy and we also have Canon Fodder that is every first and third Thursday of the month so make sure if you after Ramadan if you are observing make sure you do that after Ramadan uh, go check those out and if you are not observing Ramadan you can go check them out right now um, they are on the site you can search for them they're super fun to listen to and we would appreciate if you did listen to this Thursday's episode of That's Haram as well I think that's it I think yes, we're good. Thanks for listening. All right. uh, for those of you who are observing Ramadan Kareem, I hope you're having a very blessed and thoughtful Ramadan so far and continue to have one and observe uh, Ramadan in the spirit of which it was intended. And also keep wearing a mask and be safe and get vaccinated. That's all, folks.